morning, beautifuls. I was sitting all up in the middle of my bed. Sharing this time with you is so important. Thank you for being here. The title of this episode is Neck Up Society. (laughs) And it makes me think about one of the biggest outcries that I see in society and, you know, in comments on social media and such is upset. You know, if I want to attract an audience, I talk about emotions. I talk about people crying, acting out, overthinking or obsession of the mind or reacting in a way that we don't want to, right? In my signature programs, that's called Insta Reaction. And I speak from a lot, a lot, a lot of experience in this department. And I think it's what makes me feel so gifted because I've been there, done that, right? I have a friend that's, you know, just says, I'm a crier. Well, no, <laughs> you weren't born to cry. <laughs> It's the stuff and things that happens to us in life that goes unprocessed that causes causes us to be upset in whatever upset looks like to you. It's unprocessed emotions, conundrums that have happened to us that create feelings and emotions and they go unprocessed or processed incorrectly. Uh, That's kind of what I share with my clients. So, today we're going to talk about triggers. The things that trigger us and cause that crying or extreme acting out like I had. I had crying too. Also, overthinking and obsession of the mind. I had that too. And also, reacting, insta-reactions. I had that too. And you know, today I can honestly say I seldom cry, I'm seldom upset, and I seldom get obsession of the mind, however I can, but I know it, right? And that's part of the information that I bring to you today, is there a, there's a big difference in sitting here listening and learning, there's a big difference in learning and knowing, they're two different things. If you learn something today, take the time to integrate it into knowing it, feeling it. You can learn the pieces and then you take them and you practice. And when you practice, I suggest, I invite you to pick a place to practice or a situation to practice within where there's less heat, you know, in union you might want to change how you're reacting in touchy subjects or heated topics in a union for example but when you learn something don't go practice it there that's like the hardest place to create change go over here and practice it with a friend or practice it with a fa- another family member or something and kind of get a feel for what it is you're implementing or integrating 
into your um, thinking and thought processes. So when we talk about triggers, how to process triggers, I'm going to go over it here. And I want to let you know, I don't know where you got a hold of this recording or, or was driven to this actual podcast, but wherever it is, leave a comment that says uh, the gifts or gifts and tag me on social media and I will email you these gifts that I have that support you in this transition, in this learning process. This one I'm teaching from today is called how to process when triggered and in parentheses it says aka pissed. (laughs) Don't you just love me? (laughs) And we all get triggered. It's part of being a little human. So I'm going to start with number one from these notes and again I will email this document to you. Number one, note that you're upset triggered or pissed so in the moment you go oh god triggered and then I teach my clients to just stop 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 and breathe I teach my clients to feel your feet feel your actual feet on the floor and I want you to note or notice where you feel the trigger in your actual physical body. Now for me, I always feel my triggers in the top of my tummy, right under my rib cage. feels like a, I want to say a softball, but probably more like a baseball. You know, I had a friend say the other day, I feel it in my head. My head hurts. Somebody told me a couple months ago they felt it in their neck, like neck pain. People share they feel it in their low back. So feel it in your body. Number three, get off by yourself. Just because you were triggered in the heat of the moment, you can just raise your finger or your hand and say, I'm going to call a stop to this conversation and I'm going to take some time to myself. I was triggered and I desire to process that, but I'll be back. (laughs) Get off by yourself then. And then I propose a question to you. How do you know when you're back to genuine, a genuine relaxed state of being? You won't have any obsession of the mind. You are reasonable again and not emotional regarding your thinking and your thought processes. You're able to listen thoroughly again. And you've done enough enough breathing that you don't have the same level of tension in your physical body. In other words, for me, the big knot is gone. Dissipated. So, does that make sense to you? Just know you're triggered, stop, feel your feet, pull in that breath, that oxygen, and note where you're feeling that the most in your body 
excuse yourself pleasantly, not storming off, but pleasantly excuse yourself and go over here and do a little work, a little processing and uh, get back to them. Number five, I wrote down called Teresa. <laughs> because this was designed for my clients, one of the things that I do that is very unique within my practice is I give my actual clients 24-7 access to my cell phone. No, that doesn't mean I can answer when they call. <laughs> but it means as soon as I can get back to them to support them, I will. Because I specialize in trauma recovery, and trauma recovery is a very sensitive and serious subject matter, because I am unique, because I designed my practice exactly like I feel in my everything it should be, and that means people have access to me. It's not because or the lack of being famous or whatever, if I were famous, I would still have a phone dedicated to my clients. That's how I designed my practice and it's very important to me. So when we go over and we start the process of working on what triggered us, we sit down with pen and paper. It is very sacred to work with pen and paper. Very, very sacred. And we tell the story of how it all rolled out and how it happened. And within that story, we go back and look for the gold. The gold in a story are the things that we're doing that do not actually serve us or serve the desired goals, right? The fact that we're triggered comes from our history, comes from a story. And we start the process of looking at the story that you've written out pen to paper. And we ask specific questions of when for example, when was the first time I felt this? So you have a feeling and a reaction, but when was the first time you felt this? It wasn't in, in this union, for example. It's usually as a child, as a teenager, as a high school student, a college student, our first marriage. There was a point where we first felt this. And if you ask yourself, if you ask your body, if you ask the source within you, the answer will appear. You know, so often people say the answers are within, and it's so true. Every answer you need is within you. But remember the title of this podcast, right? Remember the title of this podcast? We are a neck up society. We try to think it through. We try to use our intelligence, our brain for everything. 
And the true answers, when we say the answers come from within, come from not our head space, our heart space, our soul space, our connection to source space. Those are the whispers that we're looking for. And when we learn to ask specifically the heart and soul and source, the answers do appear. The answers do appear. <laughs> I'm sitting up here with my notes, just flipping pages and yakking it up. God, I hope this helps, you know. I hope this helps you. I hope this is something that you can really get into. And remember, during the pandemic, I moved my volunteerism. I've always been a volunteer in my community. I moved that volunteerism to my business, to my practice. So there's a design two-hour test drive. No, we probably won't need two hours. But under, if you go to the website, kingconceptsnow.com, and you look under Work with Teresa, there's a two-hour test drive. And a few examples of, you know, kinds of things you can bring to the table, but bring me anything that you want to talk about. And again, pray won't take two hours, but I don't want to be rushed. Again, me designing my practice, my volunteerism, exactly like I want it. Now, I catch hail from colleagues, like, I can't believe you designate two hours to donate. I'm like, whatever. Do your 10-minute, 15-minute clarity call. That's not what this is. I'm offering people a test drive so they can get to know and they can get results. I'm volunteering to help in any way I can in a conversational format called two-hour test drive. I'm not selling. Your two-hour clarity call I mean, your, your 15 minute or 10 minute clarity call is a form of selling. There's nothing that turns me off more than that. Capturing emails turns me off. I just did an interview day before yesterday and offered these gifts. I have three of them that I offer to the public. Like when I go speak from stage or I'm in an interview or, or something like that, I offer gifts. I come bearing gifts. And these are real tools that I use within my practice that I'm offering up as gifts. And you can have them just by simply commenting or PM or DM me and say, can I get the gifts, please? And I email them to you. Yes, I have to have your email to email them to you, but I don't capture and keep your email. I don't want followers or a following that's not attracted to my teachings. I don't want to capture people. I want to inspire them. I want to rock their world. I want to help them achieve and learn how to acquire that insider information that flows within all of us. The answers lie within is true. And I help people learn how to get to that place where they know that they know that they know they have inner core confidence and they return to their inner core essence. With all of that, there is the dissipation of crying. Acting out dissipates. Obsession of mind 
dissipates. We learn how to manage our emotions and step away from obsession of the mind. Insta reaction dissipates. In the middle of being triggered in a big ass conundrum, we who are trained, we who have practiced, we have, we who have brought learning in and practiced it, practiced it until we know, like we know that we know that we know. We who have done that return naturally to inner core confidence and inner core essence. Doesn't matter who you are. I love that. And that's kind of what my signature programs actually do. We get in there and we work with the mud and the muck. Yeah. But it's only like three or four sessions and then all of a sudden this feeling comes over us and from within us like, oh my God. And I hear this all the time. Oh my God, I had no idea that that's where that started. Or that's why that keeps happening to me. I keep attracting the same shit different day. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys, when you listen to me, always put your headset on. It's high risk. <laughs> I love to be me and I love to be slightly naughty. So has this helped today? I'm going to finish up with just a little view of of admitting our character defects and this is me admitting my character defects when I started the process of self-development and doing the work. I was a jackass and I'll admit that to you, it's a character defect, I was a jackass and I learned really well how to be a jackass because I was raised by one. You know, we are handed the tools in the toolbox by the people who brought us up and their tools are not always fun or funny. There can be some tools in there that mess with our mojo and me being a jackass messed with my mojo. So how that rolled out when I discovered and admitted, mostly admitted my character defect my biggest one was I could be a totally jackass it showed up at work you know as the head honcho on projects and if my team didn't do things the right way I was a total jackass about it short fused here's some others if I didn't get my way anywhere I could step into be a being a masterful jackass If people didn't do what I wanted them to do when I wanted them to do it and how I wanted them to do it, jackass. You know, if if they gossiped and talked behind my back, Lottie, I hated that. But I was the one who was giving them so much to talk about. I was making decisions after decisions after decisions without any emotional management. I wasn't managing my emotions. I was just plowing into different situations that didn't serve me. 
other than get my attention regarding what I didn't want in my life, what I don't want in my life, right? When I reached out for help, actually, a gal came into my office and shut the door and said, I think I have something that would help you. It was a spiritual circle. And I said, how much does it cost? (laughs) But I went and I sat with her and I've been going to that same spiritual circle for 26 years. And I love it. When you find something that you love, get in there, latch on. Make sure you see it every day, like the coach that I have right now. Oh my God, every time she opens her mouth, I'm just in awe of what I learn. And I can't apply what I'm learning fast enough to keep up with her. It's mesmerizing. If you see someone like that, if you like what people are sharing, if it inspires you and and it makes you have that feeling like, God, I want that, get in and follow them. Like right now, if you're on my personal page on Facebook, there's three dots at the top and you can put me on a see first list, right? And right now, if you wanted to get into a group and the only freaking fracking reason I have a group, let me tell you. Is because I can organize the teachings in there under units where people can go and see. For example, I'm getting ready to start something called Wisdom Ways Morning Show. So people who come in there can go to Wisdom Ways File underneath units and find all the morning shows. You can organize your material. And as a coach in practice, that's pretty dang important and pretty darn important to the people that I serve. I can't do that on my personal profile. So that's the only reason I have a group type, a group, period. Um, it, my group is called, and it's small, I'm just getting this ball rolling, is called Wisdom Ways Online. It's about teachings online having to do with wisdom ways of doing, being, and having what it is that you want. And I intend to interview a lot of different teachers, speakers, authors, trainers who I consider to have wisdom to offer my audience, right? Once you get in there, Wisdom Ways Online, this small group on Facebook, then you want to go to the main uh, page, Wisdom Ways Online, three dots at the top, and set up your notifications so you're notified every time there's a teaching or a post or whatever. I'm telling you, that's what I do with my coach and her groups, right? And a few others. Like I went to put someone on C-First the other day and you can only have 30 C-First. So I have to go in there and take someone off to put someone on. So all my newsfeed is stuff I love and people that I love and people that I learn from. I'm saying you can set up like that too. You can fix your setup like that too. If you, if you need help, PM me. I make myself available to those who are interested. You with me? That's how I be. I'll tell you, before I started this work, I had no freaking fracking idea that I was really pissed off. That I was really resentful. That I was really angry about things that had happened in my past. And or 
I wouldn't admit it or I didn't know it. I just didn't know, I think. Since doing this work, and I find this with my clients too, it is rarely that I find myself resentful, rare that I find myself angry, very rare that I'm upset. I have done enough work that serenity and peace um, are my overall theme in my life. It doesn't mean that people don't step into my life, family members or friends. It doesn't mean I'm not triggered. It means that I limit my time with them just enough that I stay away from that negative type energy, but I still can stay connected and I can still love them from a distance sometimes, right? But on a daily, I'm very attracted to and I spend a lot of time with beautiful, self-evolved, emotional mastery people constantly learning and growing and changing. And I invite you to do that. I invite you <laughs> to plug into what you love and just go with it easily and flowy and quietly learning and growing and evolving and practicing. You know, we got to get out of our head, that neck up society. Something that really calls my attention to neck up society are these dadgum commercials. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but I do TiVo a few shows and the commercials. Oh my lordy. We need so many immunization shots right now. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's just a money gimmick fear-based money gimmick and the neck up society buys into it I also listen to the side effects my lordy take this medication but if your liver falls out we told you up front your liver might fall out <laughs> I get a kick so this actual podcast is sponsored by a program, a signature program of mine called Youth Elevated. I am super passionate about youth and I'm, I've already got permission. I'm interviewing a 16 year old here in the next couple of weeks. I think youth have this beautiful essence of knowing that love is the answer. And they're unlike so many adults that we see in society in that they don't understand what the conundrum is as far as loving and accepting and loving unconditionally all people, no matter the color, sexual orientation, any of, any of all that bullshit that adults get in and spit and fight about. Youth have this natural wisdom. I always say the only thing a two-year-old hates is a nap. Whatever they learn to hate after that is influenced by you and me. Do you understand? The only thing they really hate is a nap. 
any hatred that comes along after that is influenced by adults. Okay, I'm calling it quits for today. I love you big. Share this around if you think it would help people. Think of someone in particular. Send them a private message and link it in there. It's a great share button available. Leave me a message if you loved it and you want me to keep working at this. I'd love to hear from you. I love you big. I love big. And I'm very passionate about helping people create happiness and joy and serenity and peace and realizing your passions and communicating, mm, communicating so beautifully because you've done the work, you've processed and you are able to manage and even master your emotions. We can do this. Love you big. Catch you later. This is Teresa signing off.